The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I said it a month ago, it's Bears, maybe three weeks ago, but it bears repeating. Dallas stinks. Dallas stinks. They are nowhere. They're going absolutely nowhere this year unless they have a knock-the-ball-out-of-the-park type trade. And I'm not talking about Facundo Campazzo and Kemba Walker. Also, by the way, Kemba Walker did ball out the other night. Kemba Walker's good for four games a year. Okay? So he's fresh. He hasn't played since the New York Knicks. And we're going to, like, give him his flowers because he put up – what did he put up, Kemba Walker? Let's look it up really fast. Stats. If I don't even need to look up stats because he only has one stat. He hasn't played since 42 minutes, 32 points because Luka didn't play. And I tell you what, the Dallas Mavericks without Luka are unwatchable. They are unwatchable. So – Kemba Walker getting 42, what is it, 32 points or 40? 32 points in 42 minutes goes 12 for 25 and 4 for 13 for 3. Ugh, gross. That just tells you everything you need to know about what you have in Kemba Walker. He did that with like, he's played like no minutes since since December of last year. Anyway, now the Mavs finally see it my way. Now the Mavs finally see what we've been saying. According to Tim Cato, who just dropped this huge article today on The Athletic, the realization has dawned on the Mavs that they have to figure it out. They have to trade some folks. Who's tradable? Who's tradable on this team? Everyone except for three players is tradable. Everyone's on the trade block like it's a fantasy football team right before the deadline, except for, of course, Luka and two others. Who do you think those players are? So it's Josh Green. And checks notes, Spencer Dinwoody. Back to Josh Green. That is a high praise for a guy. For the, the fact that Josh Green is untradeable, untradeable for any price. This is a guy averaging seven, two, and one. That's high praise. That is some some wow type moves, some behavior that I do not understand. But Josh Green is improving. And he's the kind of player that the league is always looking for, right? Like a guy who's very versatile, a guy that can kind of fit into every scheme. 
He's not only a three-point shooter who can play defense, but he's a guy that can put the ball on the floor. He can get defenders to collapse on him and pass out as well. And this is Green's only his third year, so it's going to probably be fascinating to see what kind of extension that the Mavs offer him. Probably won't offer him anything, and he'll leave for nothing because that's what the Mavs do. But is he the long-term answer in Dallas for Luka? Will signing him in any way make Luka happy? In signing him, will it in any way affect Luka at all? I'd like to know. And what does it say that you only have two players besides Luka that are technically untradeable? And are they untradeable, though? Like, if I gave you a first-round pick for Spencer Dinwiddie, would you do it? You would. You would, wouldn't you? If I gave you a first-round pick and someone who matched Josh Green's salary for Josh Green, you would do it, wouldn't you? You would. Like, that's bullshit. The only guy that's, that's untradeable, really, is Luka. This is the worst roster of any NBA team that I have seen. I That's like a competitive team. I think that the Orlando Magic roster is better than the Dallas Mavericks roster. Let me say that again. I think the Orlando Magic's roster is better than the Dallas Mavericks roster. <laughs> From 1 to 15, the Orlando Magic have a better team than the Dallas Mavericks, a team that went to the Western Conference Finals last year. That is sad. That is hopeless. The rest of the roster, Christian Wood, Dorian Finney-Smith, JaVale McGee, Tim Hardaway Jr., you trade one, trade all, but for the love of Christ, I don't know, figure out a way to get Lucas some sort of help because if you don't, he is gone. There will be nothing that you can do. He will press. If you've seen the way that he yells at referees when he doesn't like a call, what do you think he's going to do when he doesn't like the future of the franchise and realizes that you are doing absolutely zero to help him get a title? Get prepared for Luca to start making some serious, ugly, gross, very whiny, very annoying trade demands. Lost in the shuffle that Steph Curry's out with for a month with a labrum injury or a shoulder separation is kind of the fact that the dynasty is sort of on shaky ground right now. In fact, one of the major architects of the Golden State dynasty and the current GM of the Warriors, Bob Myers, is currently working on an expiring deal right now. And according to Woj, Bob Myers, two-time executive of the year, has not been renewed. And Golden State ownership and Myers have had conversations about a new contract, but those talks currently appear to be on a hiatus. Ruh -ruh. I don't know if that's good. I don't think that's good. Anytime contract talks have stalled, which is another nice word, or, a, a, you know, that's what hiatus means. That's a nice way of saying stalled contract talks, hiatus. That's not good. And it is fascinating to me. It's fascinating to me because that Draymond punch really sort of reverberated and changed everything. Like, the team all year has been in turmoil. The chemistry, the vibes are bad. Then you got paying, you're paying Jordan Poole. You paid him. You paid Wiggins. Okay. You got to figure out what to do with Clay. He, and then you have Clay's extended cold streak. Clay getting emo in the mentions. You've got Wiseman getting demoted to the G League. Then you've got Poole's erratic play off the bench. Then he plays as a starter and plays well, but he only plays well when either Steph or Clay don't start. And now Steph Curry has a separated shoulder and is out for the, a month? Okay, so what does that all mean? 
I mean, it's tough to be gold-blooded, first off. It's tough right now to be a, a Warriors fan. It's, it's very cold on these streets right now. We, we keep the faith, but my faith is sort of shaking a little bit. And now Bob Myers is working, and he's on, a, on an expiring, and they can't get a deal done for a guy who's brought them four rings and like seven final, was it six finals appearances? What? Now you've got Joe Lacob having to talk to ESPN about it. And he's like, yeah, we love Bob. We really hope he's here a long time. While he simultaneously does not lock up Bob for the future. And so to me, what is this about? It's about a half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars that the Warriors face next year in payroll and luxury tax combined for a team that is currently on the cusp of not making the play-in tournament. Is that acceptable? Do you think Joe Lacob wants to do that? Do you think Bob Myers wants to do that? No. Which is why Connor Letourneau of the SF Chronicle dropped the bombshell today. He said the Warriors are considering blowing up the bridge. Ah, what does that mean? Blowing up the bridge? Yes, the two-timeline approach may be getting nixed. Letourneau said this, More than a third of the way through the season, the reigning champions remain hobbled by an inconsistent bench as they enter Sunday's game at Toronto with the league's 20th-ranked defense and a 2-14 road record. Most concerning for the Warriors, though, is the fact that they sit below 500 despite Curry having played almost every game and posting MVP-caliber numbers. And now that Steph is out for an indefinite period, a month is actually optimistic. The Warriors are staring at a hard number. The number is 48. That's the amount of wins that they personally believe it will take to get into the play-in tournament. Not the playoffs. The play-in game. Due to their 2-14 and 14 road record, they would need to win two-thirds of their remaining games to make that number. There's only one team in the NBA that's doing that right now. And that's the, the Grizzlies. They're the number one team in the West right now. The Warriors, folks, are not the Grizzlies at this point. I hate to say it as a longtime Dubs fan, but right now this team wins about 33% without Curry on the floor. A month-long stretch of 6-12 and 12 without him, the season is, sink, is sunk. Sink, sunk, whatever you want to say. And it is not like they can add any immediate help without making it financially impossible next year. Wiseman is going to cost them $90 million in salary and luxury tax penalties alone if they re-sign him. And the wild thing is, this is crazy. This is actually getting lost in the shuffle. Did you know that they tried to trade Wiseman just recently? They tried to trade him. Yeah, under the radar. They're trying to do it in the, in the shadows of the night, even though they say they're building around him. But they, they are trying to, in the shadows of the night, trade Wiseman to the San Antonio Spurs for Jakob Pertl. And you know what the San Antonio Spurs said? Thanks, but no fucking thanks. You're going to need, in order for you to get Jakob Pertl, you're going to need to give us some draft capital in order to make that work. What? Imagine if you're a team offering the number two overall pick in the draft who's only 21 years old for a 27-year-old Austrian who's averaged 20 minutes a game and seven and a half points per game his entire career. And that team says, no, we don't want that number two overall pick unless you sweeten the deal with more draft picks. What? Are you serious? And you know, you know me, I don't like Wiseman. I never have. 
I've been trying to be positive on him. I'm trying to find things to like about him. I'm trying to listen to the folks who are deep in the weeds about him. But he doesn't know basketball. He knows nothing about basketball. And as a yoga person would say, he has no mind-body connection. You know what I mean? His brain can't tell his body what to do and it do it right away. There's some clunkiness there. So he's, he's rapidly playing his way into being probably one of the youngest, most highly drafted negative assets in the league, Wiseman. And that is the problem. You have a bunch of young guys that you drafted pretty high who are now possibly negative assets. The guys the Warriors planned on building around, none of them are panning out. Not to say they're not going to ever be good, like Kaminga, I think he will be good someday. But some, some experts think Kaminga and Moody might be three years away from being a starter caliber player. Then at that point, Curry is just on the, on the, back, on the front side of, of 40. He'll be 38 years old. The young Warriors, they're not going to do anything. It's just Poole. Poole's the only guy who's going to be able to help the Warriors on their title run. And now that that luxury tax bill is coming due and Joe Lacob isn't going to pay to lose and be in the play-in tournament, the question is this. How can you win another chip with the Warriors' big three? Can you? Can you do that? Because if you cannot do that, it might be time for you to think about finding some new people to be called the big three instead of Draymond and Clay. I think, I think Clay will probably take as little money as you need him to because he's been stealing while he's been injured. I don't mean stealing, but you know what I mean. And Draymond, he'll probably end up picking up his player option. But if it all comes down to it, you might need to trade Draymond. You might need to trade Clay. And this is what Bob Meyer said about why he has, his deal hasn't been done. My entire focus is on the season and the team. Hmm. Maybe Bob Myers doesn't want to be in Golden State anymore. Maybe the time has come for him to put together a new roster because he's had a great run, and you don't want to end up being Washington Wizards' Michael Jordan by the time you start looking for a new job. You need to go out on top. Maybe he thinks, damn, I don't like what I see with these chuckleheads. I don't like that Kaminga, the very first second that the offseason hit, he took the trophy uh, to like Africa and missed team workouts when he was specifically told not to do that. If you aren't already stressed, if we Warrior fans are not stressed enough, keep this in mind. No team has ever won the championship and been under 500 on the road this century. Major change is coming for our dubs. And if it doesn't happen this season, guarantee you, put my bleeding, beating heart on it, it will happen this offseason. And that offseason might not include the architect of it all, Bob Myers.